Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grand Lighthouse Coffee. Grand Lighthouse Coffee is the e-commerce business that sells certified organic fair trade coffee, either whole bean or grinded. Chemicals do not touch the beans and the farmers who grow the green coffee are paid and treated fairly. Coffee beans are made to order so you will get freshly roasted beans no later than seven days after being roasted. Grand Lighthouse also provides memberships for families and businesses depending on how much coffee you purchase per month. For more information and updates, follow, like them on Instagram, Facebook at Grand Lighthouse Coffee or visit their website at GrandLighthouseCoffee.com and don't forget to use your promo code EastWest to get 10% off. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grand Leyenda Tequila. This tequila knows there's no substitute for a great taste. This award-winning and organic tequila is handcrafted and comes in four different flavors. Grand Leyenda takes great pride introducing the world to organic tequilas that do not compromise quality. To learn more, visit GrandLeyendaTequila.com. Grand Leyenda, the official tequila of the East-West Football Podcast. Must be 21 and older to enjoy. Please drink responsibly. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. This is how it works. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Make sure you use promo code EASTWEST when you sign up and you'll receive an instant deposit match up to $50 on your first deposit of at least $20. Download Thrive Fantasy from the App Store, Google Play Store, or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Scouts will rely on heavily when evaluating talent. Teams should be drafting for the future and not just immediate needs. It all starts with the quarterback position. Thank you for listening to the East-West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza. Jets coming. Car. 
Put some air under it. Wide open is Ruggs for the touchdown. Miraculous. Gets it. Buffalo's taken five and a half minutes off the clock here in the third quarter. Allen throws wide open, and I mean wide open. Touchdown for the rookie, Gabriel Davis. Starting out of the 25-yard line, they go with a bigger formation with three tight ends. Fake it. Mayfield sets the feet. He throws the deep ball. We've got separation. Downfield by himself. People Jones. Goodbye. Touchdown Browns. 75 yards on the line. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast. Kendall, Jerry, how are you guys doing? Great, man. Watching Thursday Night Football. Let's get it. <laughs> Man, the, the, like it's crazy because I feel like we just had this conversation like literally like yesterday and we're literally a week later like to where the hell is time going yeah I know the the season is quickly uh you know almost to the end uh but on tonight's episode uh we're gonna talk to Jason McIntyre from uh FS1 that will be later on and then also we will be giving you our week 14 picks in the NFL but let's go ahead and start off reviewing week 13, guys. Jerry, let me get your thoughts on that first. Wow. I mean, dang. I mean, what is there to say? I mean, when you look at the big picture, the the the, the strongest division right now is the AFC. I mean, and right now, I mean, well, finally the Steelers went down. Um, I do think that I, I'm not I'm I'm not ready to jump ship. I do think that they needed to get this loss. Um, they needed to get this loss. And I've been saying that for like about three weeks. Shrug it off, restart, and and get going. But I mean, right now it looks like the Chiefs are are the team to beat, and uh, it looks like we might have a back to back champ this year. Kendall, yeah, I think the one of the biggest thing takeaways is the Giants. They went into Seattle and beat Seattle. Russell Wilson turned the ball over a couple of times, um, and they did it without Daniel Jones and um, Saquon Barkley. So I mean, they're just one of my biggest takeaways for the Giants, and they're playing pretty good. But they playing they won like what four or five straight, I think. So they're, they're playing some good ball. Man, what about the Browns? What, what got into them? I mean, I know I had picked the Tennessee Titans uh, going into that game, and they just destroyed them. Hmm. I mean, the Browns, I mean, I think it was a revenge game for the Browns. You remember last, last year when they opened up, when you opened the season, they played the Titans, and the Titans did the exact same thing to the Browns. And that was a that was a game that the, um, the Browns, they had Odell Beckham, Jarvis, and a lot of new people, and they thought the Browns were going to beat the Titans. So I think I mean it was a revenge game for the for the um, Browns and they came out and they beat them, punched them in the mouth in Tennessee. Derrick Henry fumbled, he turned the ball over a couple of times. I mean, just it was just a brutal game. But we I think we seen that Ryan Tittenhill and that Titans offense, they have to play if, if whenever the running game is working and they're not behind early, that's when they, they play pretty good. Hey, but shut out, man. I, I called that game. I said the Browns would win. It was my bold take on Sunday, too. I said they're gonna win. I, and I said it on the podcast too. Uh, I said I didn't like it, right? Because it says gonna be we were we we're all saying it was gonna be an ugly game, but uh, but I called I called the Browns on that one. Uh, so, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this: I remember saying this in the beginning. 
I mean, don't jump the ship with the Browns right away because it's going to take them at least half of the season to get the groove of what the coach is trying to implement there with, with Cleveland. And you know what? It's, 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 it just shows you what having a, a good defense and a running game can do for you and a quarterback that can make that crucial throw when he needs to. It just shows you the formula. If you have that formula in place, watch out, you're winning a Super Bowl. Unless, of course, you know, you have to, pa- you have to face off against Patrick Mahomes who can just literally throw the ball wherever he needs to <laughs> get it to, right? Yeah, and then, you know, the Broncos kept it close with the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football as well. That was a pretty good game. Yes, it was a pretty good game, but I'm sorry about that. But I think the Broncos they teased us. They teased us for four quarters, and then in the middle of the middle of the four quarters, when they came to life, they came. They started. They reverted back to the Denver Broncos. Chiefs took over from there. But um, they played good. The Broncos, Drew Lock. I mean, it's been some rumors out there that they, they might not be there. He, he might not be there in the future. He might not be in the future. So you know, we'll see. It, it's so. I feel so bad for him. I mean, it's like, is it is it the fan base or is it is it just people in general that are giving up all hope on him right or in him so it's just one of those things i mean when you stop you look at the big picture i mean dang i wish that drew lock would i like i like drew lock's attitude i like his moxie you know what i mean but he he, he's having a hard time staying healthy he's still doing the same mistakes as he was doing the mizzou right he's a strong arm quarterback that he's just gonna sling that ball around so i mean unless you get the right quarterback coach that can just show him the fundamentals and, and, and get that running game going and fix that offensive line. He's not going to be so erratic. Maybe, maybe we'd see a different Broncos team. Yeah. I, I think it's uh, the Broncos might still be in the quarterback market this off season. And also, man, the Raiders, Woo! it took about 10 years off my life, man. The <laughs> end of the game. That was some crazy stuff, but you know, they almost lost to the winless jets and the, they probably would have been out of the playoff picture at this point. Yeah, that was brutal to the by the Raiders just to come. This isn't <laughs> that, that was just bad, man. It should not come down to the wire against the New York Jets. Some people say that the Jets lost the game on purpose, but I'm on that side too because there's no way you're coming after um, Derek Carr and, and their offense on the, on the last play. All you got to do is it's one play, just play prevent defense, and the game is over. So, but hey. You know, it is what it is. The, Jet, the Jets, they lost. They turned back into the Jets in the game. The Raiders played play pretty good. Well, going down the stretch in the late and full court, they played pretty good. But, hey, the Raiders outlast the Jets. Wow. I mean, I'll tell you that. That was a nail-biter all the way to the end, man. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I know that every Raider fan, and now that, you know, that we, that this this entire East-West football network is is, is going – and I've gotten to know everybody individually, uh, not to not to mention, of course, Fidel, right? Hats off to you. Uh, probably you're the biggest Raider fan here uh, or Raider loyal. Um, but I will say this, uh, literally, that was the one moment that all of you were all like just mum in the actual, uh, in our actual uh, WhatsApp thread, right? So I just thought that, that was kind of like, I felt the pain because I've been in that situation many times. But damn, winners win, and you know what, Derek Carr, he made the he made the most out of that situational football. And I've been I've been a little bit harsher on Derek Carr than I should be. But hey, hats off, Raiders been playing some good ball, but they got to fix a lot of things if they want to make a big deep push into the playoffs. 
They got it. They have a lot to fix. And yeah, I saw the messages on the phone. It's just, I had my phone like on the couch. I was like, I don't even want to look at it. Right. Cause I'm trying to focus on the game and whatnot. Um, but yeah, no, they got a lot to fix, but it looks like they got some help on the way. Trent Brown, it looks like he's going to be able to suit up on Sunday against the Colts. And that's going to be a huge mat- uh, matchup with playoff implications. Coming up next, Jason McIntyre will join us. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Whether you're flexing your faith or customizing clothes, Lambs of God Designs is a place to go. Check out the latest merch at lambsofgod.faith. Use the promo code EASTWEST to get 10% off your order. Now back to the show. Our guest tonight is the host of Straight Fire Podcast, and you can also catch him on FS1. Jason McIntyre, how are you doing? I'm excellent. I'm picking up my son from soccer practice, and, uh, you know, we're out here in California where you're pretty much under lockdown. (laughs) Uh, Listen, we're trying to make the best, as everyone is, of a tough situation, and uh, I hope you guys are doing well, you know? Thank you, Jason, for coming on the show. Let me get your thoughts on the NFL season. Well, the Kansas City Chiefs are basically the team to beat, right? Uh, Pat Mahomes is on another level than everybody. And uh, Andy Reid, I would say, best coach in the league right now. Um, NFC feels wide open. One week it's the Saints. The next week it's Seattle. Uh, Aaron Rodgers refuses to kind of die. So the NFC, I would say, is a little bit wide open. Uh, The Rams, I mean, heck, the L.A. Rams in the last couple weeks are starting to be impressive. And – I would say the Chiefs come out of the AFC. Maybe the Steelers could push them, but that's just a beat-up team, fellas. You know that. Uh, too many injuries. Uh, that loss to Washington, man. They, they must have been down five starters by the end of that game. And uh, I, I, I would lean Chiefs in the AFC and, you know, gun to my head right now, I guess I'd say the Saints. But I, I don't sleep on the Rams. And if Seattle can ever get healthy, I think they could win the NFC. Yes, I completely agree, Jason. I think um, for what stood out to me so far for Week 13 is the uh, the Washington team going into Pittsburgh and 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 upsetting the Steelers. I mean, if I would have told you before Week 13 started that, that, that the Washington team was going to do that, I'm pretty sure a lot of people will, will not be going with that. And and I think the Giants they they really stepped them sticking in the, the NFC East. The Giants going into Seattle, causing Russell Wilson to turn the ball over a couple of times, getting after him. Getting I think they got like five sacks on him. He threw a pick, and a couple of fumbles. I mean, the Giants, they play some, they're playing some good ball right now. I think they're very underrated team. So, and that defense is playing good. It's, it's playing, the defense is playing very good. Um, they got a couple pass rushes there, and they're doing this without Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. I think the Giants and the Washington team is what stood out to me, or one of the two teams that stood out to me so far in Week 13. Yeah, I, I don't know. Giants and Washington kind of for the NFC least. And the weird thing is one of them is probably going to host Tom Brady in the first round of the playoffs. And uh, I, don't, I, I don't know if I trust that New York offense. You know, Danny Dimes uh, has had a good stretch here, but he's just such a turnover machine. Uh, and, and then Alex Smith, like, I, they just have no offense. You know, I'm sure you were watching when Gibson goes down. I was like, all right, well, this is over. You know, how are they going to move the football? And Pittsburgh just kind of screwed around there and, and blew the game. I mean, 14-0 at home, and they couldn't put away a, a, a bad team. I was surprised. But um, – I guess I would lean out of those two 
slightly to the Giants to win the uh, division, but only because the schedule appears a hair easier. Right. I completely agree there with you, Jason. So, Jason, is it safe to say that for your Super Bowl prediction, for uh, it looks like Kansas City is going to be the uh, Super Bowl, uh, the defending Super Bowl champs this year? Yeah, I mean, it's tough to go back-to-back, right? Um, yeah. I, I can't even remember off the top of my head, did, did the Patriots ever go back-to-back? Was it was yeah. the last one the Broncos with Elway, maybe? I, I don't know. Even off the top of my head, I don't know. <laughs> a couple times back-to-back. That that, but that was at the beginning. Uh, yeah, that was at the beginning of their dynasty. So yeah, I mean it's been a while, but it'd be it'd be truly something special to see that. So real quick, uh, um, Jason, right now, I mean we we see you a lot on FS uh, FS One. You know, you have your Straight Fire podcast. Um, you know, uh, you also work with the with the on the herd as well. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. How's that? How is that that work life yeah, balance? You know, I, I took the leap of faith and I moved my family across the country in 2016 uh to join fs1 it's been great uh you know it's it's kind of a a mixed bag as to what uh i'm gonna do week to week but you know one of my things that i've always noticed in 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 work and in life always make yourself uh useful in any way you can oh yeah and you know when i got to fs1 i was like well you know, why don't we do like a digital picks video every week for NFL and college football? And they were like, oh, yeah, let's do that. So, you know, I started getting in the picks game for NFL and college football. And of course, gambling was right around the corner. And now gambling is massive. And I'm kind of at the forefront of gambling uh, for Fox Sports. You know, I do three shows a week with Cowherd, Carissa Thompson, Jeff Schwartz. You just got to Get, get in anywhere you can and uh i'm, I'm doing ever i'm literally doing four different jobs and i'm you know sometimes during the football seasons it's seven days a week and it, it can get a little difficult but it's fun man you got to find something you love i i really do love sports and uh obviously i love gambling so <laughs> it's a perfect fit for for me and uh and fs1 Yes, I, I completely agree there with you, um, Jason. Um, I watch you almost every time. And you come on Colin's show a couple of times out the month. It's normally close to the end. And I just, I love you when you come on and the, sit, the last the last thing mm-hmm. is, what, what would the headlines be? What's the, what would tomorrow's headlines be? It, it's just, I've, I've been watching for the past couple of years. And I mean, you have some great stuff there. But I want to ask you about Colin. Like, how is it working with Colin Carr? Is he, is he as enthusiastic as he is on air? <laughs> oh, yeah. Great guy. I mean, he, he him and his wife, uh, when we were moving out here to L.A., him and his wife basically took out me and my wife to dinner and we're like, hey, man, you got to come live in this town. It's awesome. Good schools. So we moved near. We live like maybe four blocks from him. So I see him outside of the office. Super nice guy. Very down to earth. And I got a bunch of friends who go to the same uh, you know, gym that he does. And they often see him. And they'll, they said, Jason, I went up to talk to Colin and he's the exact same guy. That he is on TV. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, pretty much. That's him. You know, he's just a very down to earth dude. Couldn't be a nicer mentor, um, you know, out, out here in sports media for me. Yes. Uh, and also we had Rob Parker on a couple months ago and he talked very highly on, he talked talk highly about Skip and Shannon and he talked about Colin Curry. And he said some of the same things that you just, that you just said. But Rob Parker, he's a great guy too. <laughs> Yeah, no, Rob Parker's great. We, 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 him and I and Chris Broussard, we do Undisputed. Uh, you know, when the A-team, Skip and Shannon, are out, 
letting like the B team, the backups come in. And uh, <laughs> we, we usually crush it for a week, Greg Jennings. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I like working with Rob. He's a, he's a funny character. We host some radio together. We do Dan Patrick. Uh, it's good, man. I like Rob Parker a lot. Yes. And, and just to, just to kind of, uh, just to finish, to finish it off. Uh, I just want to, I, I, I would just seek to maybe ask you for some advice, right? Because I mean, I think it's so refreshing to see, you know, your, your work. It's just so refreshing, so energetic. I mean, that energy, I mean, how, what do you do to cultivate your energy? I mean, because it's so vibrant, especially like what, what Kendall said earlier, right? With, especially with tomorrow's headline today, right? Election Jackson, right? Uh, too, uh, too uh, hot to handle. So, you know, what is it that, what is it that, what is your secret sauce? Uh, I wish there was something, you know, Cow, uh, Cowherd staff is pretty good and we collaborate on the games we should pick and what's a good storyline to hit on. And, um, you know, I, I wish there was a secret sauce or a magic bullet. There just isn't one, you know? Um, I mean, you, listen, you guys like sports, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I would say the games end Sunday by Sunday night. I'm going through every box score, looking to see if I missed anything while I was watching red zone or watching the games. And come Monday, I'm starting to look at next week's games and I'm starting to break down. Okay. This could be interesting. And I'm looking at the gambling lines and you got to monitor the market. And it's like a labor of love. I mean, during football season, seven days a week, I am looking at, the lines and the NFL and you got to like think ahead because you guys know this, there's NBC, CBS, ESPN, the competition is fierce. And if you don't really love this and want to put in the time and want to think ahead because anybody can react. Oh, Carson Wentz got benched. 50,000 people are going to have a reaction. Mm -hmm. Cutting through is very difficult, right? Taking it to the next step. Well, what happens to Carson Wentz? Can you trade him? What about Carson Wentz to, I don't know, the Indianapolis Colts? Frank Reich coached Carson Wentz in Philly. Could that make sense? Does that financially line up? Uh, Philip Rivers is old. Uh, he's got the broken toe. He needs surgery. Like, is there something there? So not reacting to the news isn't enough. It's taking it next level and seeing, okay, uh, what can I do to separate myself? For instance, the Steelers, you know, we talked about that lost to Washington and everybody's going to say, Oh, they're not going undefeated. The Steelers stink. I thought it was a good loss for them. You know, that team looked exhausted and I looked at their schedule. They're the only team that did not have a bye. And I broke this down on my podcast. They supposed to have a bye week four. I'm sorry, week seven. And in week four, they were going to play the Titans and the Titans had the COVID outbreak, but they didn't cancel the game initially. So Monday, the Steelers were practicing Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the game gets canceled and Pittsburgh gets their bye. So that's not like a real bye. Mm -hmm. You practice half the week. So the game was moved to week seven. And oh, what happened then? Well, they had three straight road games because of the bye Tennessee, Baltimore, and Dallas. And like a three game road stretch is very rare. Not a lot of teams have that every year. And it's like no bye, three straight road games injuries starting to mount i think it was a good loss for pittsburgh and i'm not selling their stock as everyone else is selling pittsburgh today interesting take i think i think i think you have a great point on that i think like what you said it's a great perspective not many people have actually taken a look and said hey you know what a true buy and i mean teams need it that's why they get that bye week uh one last question uh, on my part 
And uh, let me ask you something. So, for instance, you know, um, so we're going to go a little we're going to travel through your little background. Right. So you, you 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 started off with the big lead. That was that was something big for you. Now to fast forward to FS1. I mean, during that process, I mean, it's been quite a journey and 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 to see where you're at right now. I mean, did you did you ever think about like, you know what, I'm just going to give up on this? No, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to got to pick a field. I heard a good analogy where um, your cli- life is climbing a mountain, right? And ultimately, you'll get to the top of your profession. That's your goal. Yeah. But some people halfway up will realize like, shit, man. <laughs> I don't think I can make it to the top. I've hit, I've maxed out. Well, what do you do? Do you come down a little bit and look for a new path to the top? Or do you come back down to the bottom of the mountain and just start all over? And that would entail like totally switching industries. Um, And I'm not like a start over guy. You hit a wall, you turn around and you look for another way to the top. Uh, And, and, you know, I don't want to get too heavy with like destiny, but I feel kind of like, this was the field I was meant to be in. In third grade, um, I was like a really good athlete. But in school, I loved to like argue with the teachers. Not like in a bad way, just I was like challenging authority. And at back to school night, I'll never forget it. The teacher told my parents, Jason's really good at arguing in a nice way. He's going to be a lawyer. <laughs> and my parents came home and they were like, sweet, you're going to be a lawyer, Jason. That's awesome. You know, my parents are immigrants came here in the you know 60s 70s and they were like awesome you're gonna be a lawyer and I was like no way I'm not gonna be a lawyer that's a lot I don't want to be a lawyer I want to be in sports um so I kind of combined the two my not combative but I want to discuss and debate with uh my sports my love for sports and uh hopefully you know this will be the career I have for good forever Man, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Those, I mean, right there, those with those last those last two uh, responses, that was straight fire. I see where you get that. <laughs> that was straight fire. I see I see where the podcast gets its name from. Uh, so, uh, uh, Kendall, do you have anything else for Jason? Yeah, Jason, we gonna end it out. We gonna end it on a good note. What would the what would the headlines be after week fourteen? Oh boy. Uh, you know, I don't have the games in front of me. I know Kansas city's going to Miami and I'll tell you, I'm going to pick Miami and the points in that one. Um, I did see Buffalo Pittsburgh right before we did the pod. I saw that. So Pittsburgh was favored last week in this game. They're now underdogs to the bills all because they lost and Buffalo won. And everybody like, nobody's going to be betting Pittsburgh. I'll be taking Pittsburgh this week for sure. Um, but like one of the things I say on Cowherd show a lot is, in the NFL, nobody's as good or as bad as they were last week. So Seattle lost to the Giants, but they're not a trash team. Like, it's tough. You guys know this. You do podcasts all the time. It's tough to bring your A game every friggin' podcast, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I see you got a Patriots hat on. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't take any shots at my Jets. <laughs> well, you guys are going to you guys are gonna have Trevor Lawrence. So I'm pretty sure yeah, you're yeah. – I'm pretty sure you're re- you're rejoicing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. Trevor Lawrence, thank you. Um, it hurt not to beat the Raiders. Um, I did have Jets on the money line, and I picked them, you know, to cover. They've covered, but it would have been a nice win. It's just, man, 0-16 sticks with you. You guys know that. Yeah, um, it does. It does. The Browns are 0-16. Those guys are, oh, yeah, shit, you were on the 0-16 team. And then the Lions, like, you'll Lions. never live that down. Yeah. But – you win a Super Bowl that maybe that erases some of the stench. 
All right, Jason, thank you so much again for joining us, and uh, we hope to catch up with you down the road. Thanks for inviting me, and uh, continued success with the podcast and uh, your future in um, in sports media. Hey. Thanks, dude. Thank you so All much. All right, guys, take it easy. Have a good one. Coming up next, we will give you our picks for Week 14 in the NFL. Stick around. It's that time, our week 14 picks in the NFL, starting off, actually, this game that just wrapped up, uh, New England Patriots at the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I picked the Rams before the game started. Kendall? Yeah, I picked the Patriots, unfortunately, and it was it was, it was was bad. I mean, it, it, it was bad. Yeah, I went, I went with the, I went with the uh, logistics, and uh, I, I made that pick with the uh, logistics in mind, right? So uh, I had picked the Rams to win, and uh, thank God I did that. <laughs> yep, and I picked the Rams as well. All right, uh, so for, for the Sunday games, uh, Houston at Chicago. That's um, pretty. That's a sneaky game. Pretty good game. I'm gonna go with um, Houston. Houston takes the close one. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Texans as well. I think that when it comes down to it, I mean, the Bears, yeah, we could say they have a, a better defense, but man, if your quarterback cannot get you the points, what quarterback can? Obviously, Deshaun Watson's still one of the top quarterbacks in the entire league. Yep, and I think uh, Ryan Pace and uh, Nagy are going to have front row seats on why they should have drafted Deshaun Watson on Sunday. I'm going to go with the Houston Texans as well. Dallas at Cincinnati. I'm gonna go to the Cowboys. There, I mean, no Joe Burrow this game. The Bengals, they're struggling a little bit. The Cowboys coming off a short week, but I'm still gonna take Dallas. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Cowboys. I think the Bengals don't want to lose out and uh, locking up that Penny Sewell left tackle pick there. So uh, give me the Dallas Cowboys, and it's a, a revenge game, right? Because I mean, think about it, Andy Dalton. Yeah, I like the Cowboys in this game as well. Green Bay at Detroit. Mm. Green Bay got to watch out for this game. It's a sneaky one. I'm going to take Green Bay, but they, I think they need to watch out for this one. Nah. We're talking about, we're talking about Uncle, Uncle Aaron Rodgers here, man. He's going to smoke the Lions. <laughs> yeah, give me the Packers. All right. Kansas City at Miami. Now, this one's an interesting game right here. Kansas City. Hmm. I will go with the. I'm, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I believe they're actually on the road. They're actually six. Yeah. Oh, so that's a great storyline. But I'm not. I don't want to take nothing about Miami. They've done a magnificent job this season, considering the season that they had um, the last couple of years, but especially last year, right? Yeah, and both teams are actually still playing for something. The Chiefs are trying to wrap up that number one seed, and Miami is trying to secure their wild card position now. And I am one game back in the division, and you called that. You had called that like three weeks ago. Yeah, so I mean, I'm going to go with the Chiefs, but I think this game is going to be very, very close. Arizona at the New York Giants. Oh, ooh, this is a good game. Daniel Jones is back at quarterback for the New York Giants. The Cardinals, I think the Cardinals have lost what four straight. Yeah, they're, they're, the Cardinals are struggling. They're 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 struggling right now. 
there's something going on with Kyle Murray. I think he might be hurt. Yeah, yeah, they're struggling right now. But I think he, he was kind of struggling before he got hurt. And I think he got hurt in that Seahawks game. But um, oh, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. I think they're gonna rebound. I think I'm gonna go with Arizona. Yeah, when I look at the two, the Giants have the most to lose here because. I mean, literally, it's between them and the Washington football team for the actual division. But I will say this. When you stack it up, the Cards are 3-3 three and three when they're playing away games, and the Giants are 2-3 and three when they're playing home games. So I'm going to go with the logistics on this one, and I'm going to go ahead and go with the Cardinals. And I'm going to take the New York Giants. Minnesota at Tampa Bay. Taking the Vikings, I'm taking. The, I know Tampa's come. I'm I'm taking the Vikings. I know Tampa's coming off a of, um. They're coming off a of bye week. They 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 try to they got to get their offense figured out. Are they a run team or a pass team? I mean, are they going to be no risk and no bit? I mean, whatever they're going to do. But I'm I'm going to go with Minnesota. The Vikings are hot right now. I know they had a little bit of hiccup a couple of weeks ago against the Cowboys. But I think Justin Jefferson, he's been unguardable. They got Adam Thielen. Give me Minnesota in the close one. I think this going to be a, it's going to be a nail biter. Yeah, when you look at the logistics here, Vikings when they play away, they're right now three and two. Buccaneers when they play at home games, it's weird. They're three and three. And I'm gonna go with the Vikings just because right now I, I feel that the uh, defensive back crew for the Buccaneers has regressed and right now you got a you got a healthy potent uh wide receiver corpse out there. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're coming off a of bye week, and I'm, you know, I'm sure they worked on some of the things, some of the, some of the miscues in the first half of the season that happened to them. So I'm gonna go with the Bucks. If the season ended today, real quickly, I mean, if the season ended today, the Vikings are in the playoffs. I think they got that. They got the seventh spot right now, seven or the sixth spot. They, 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 they're they're in the playoffs right now. The season ended. Today. It's, I mean, that's very. It's going kind of unknown. A lot of people not talking about that. All right, Denver at Carolina. This, this, uh, I'm gonna go with Carolina. They're home. I'll take the Panthers. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Panthers as well. I'll take the Panthers as well. Tennessee at Jacksonville. Tennessee. Yeah, give me Titans. Give me Titans as well. This this right here, I think, is the game of the week. Indianapolis at Las Vegas. Ooh, I'm so sorry I'm gonna, to do this. I'm gonna take the Raiders. I'm gonna take the Raiders. I'm sorry to do this to you, Fidel, but. I'm going with the Colts, man. Hey, man, you you do whatever you think is right. Um, I want to go with the, with the Raiders. Come on. Yeah. Uh, but both of these, I will say this though: Tennessee, or I'm sorry, Indianapolis is a very good physical team. That defense is tremendous. Uh, Buckner has made all the difference in the world for that team. Um, Phillip Rivers, the Raiders are a little bit familiar with him. And last right. year, when he played against the Raiders, he was a turnover machine. So I think I'm- that. On paper, it's a tough matchup, man. Honestly, uh, part of me wants to root for the Raiders, but when the Raiders play at home, they're two and three. Uh, when the Colts play away, they're four and two. So this is a logistic uh, pick for me. Yeah, and I think this is going to be the the game of the week. Uh, it's both- must end for both teams because both teams um they're they're in the playoffs right now, kind of. But I mean, well, the Raiders are they're right they're sitting right there. Up um ahead of Baltimore, but this is a tough, this is a tough um game, a real big game for both teams. Well, this is the interesting part of this game. So Indianapolis is still in the, you know, they could win the division. You saw Tennessee drop a game last week against Cleveland. So there's a lot on the line for, on this game specifically. Uh, but I'll take the Raiders. New York Jets at Seattle. Seattle. 
Oh yeah, I think that on this one, it, a lot is on the line here. But oh, man, I I I'm gonna have to go with my first pick and I pick the. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The the Jets know the Jets know what they would lose, right? So give me Seattle. I'm gonna go with Seattle as well. All right, New Orleans at Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts is a starting quarterback now going forward for the Philadelphia Eagles. Taking the Saints big. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Saints as well. Uh, they're it's like they they they. I mean, hey man, uh, Hill Hill's uh, he's 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 getting the job done. Yeah, he's definitely making plays when they need him to. I want to go New Orleans, but just to make a difference, I'm going to go with the Eagles. And I might be kicking myself afterwards, but I'm going to go with the Eagles. Atlanta at the LA Chargers. Mm. This is a t- I went on a podcast about a good month or two back, and I was looking forward to this game because I said, I mean, the Falcons are the Chargers of the AFC, and the Chargers are the Falcons of the NFC. They got all this talent, but they can't finish. They just, they're a mess. <laughs> Flip a coin on this one. I'm gonna go with the. Oh, um, I'm gonna go with the Chargers. No, no, no. I go with the Falcons. I'm gonna go with the Falcons. Yeah, I'm going with the Falcons as well. I think that right now, they both have uh, they both have the same record. Uh, when Chargers play at home, they're two and four. When the Falcons play away, they're two and three. But right now, Falcons are a little bit more. Uh, they have a little bit more firepower. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Falcons as well, and then. You know, Anthony Lynn might be out of a job here soon, guys. And there might be a coaching opening there in Los Angeles. Washington at San Francisco. This game is actually in Arizona because Niners can't play in Santa Clara due to uh, COVID-19 protocols. I'm going to tell you Washington. Uh, give me the Washington football team. The 49ers are 1-5 in five when playing at home, and they're not playing at home. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to go with the Washington football team as well. Uh, man, that defense just been playing stout. So I'll take the Washington football team. Southern Night Football. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Come mm. Buffalo. I am not jumping off the bandwagon. Give me the Steelers. And this is a big, big time game. Give me the Steelers. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Steelers as well. I think a lot of questions have... A lot of questions have been asked, right, as far as this football team goes. Mike Tomlin's the first one to call this team out, saying, hey, we're not good enough. Um, and I think they have a huge bounce-back game against the Buffalo Bills. And then I'll go with Pittsburgh. Monday Night Football, Baltimore at Cleveland. I'm going with Cleveland. Baltimore, they really – they 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 embarrassed Cleveland week one. I mean, they, they really embarrassed them. I think Baltimore – I mean – they embarrass them week one. I think Cleveland will come back out kind of like they did last week against Tennessee, and they're going to they're be – they're not going to kill them, but it's going to be a pretty good game. And I, I go, I'm going to Cleveland. I'm going with the Browns in the close one. Yeah, both of them have uh, – okay, so the Ravens are right now 7-5. Browns are 9-3. But when the Browns play at home, they're 4-2. When the Ravens play away games, they're 4-2. But right now the Browns know the Ravens, and they know how to stop Lamar. Uh, they're not gonna let Lamar gash him up the middle for you know a, a 50 yard touchdown like the last three teams this season. Yeah, and I'm gonna go with the Browns as well. And those are gonna wrap up our picks for week 14 in the NFL. And 
that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this edition of the East West Football Podcast. For all your latest news and updates, make sure you go to eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and also our new YouTube channel, eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Electricast.